Shoe.com here with your podcast on the go. And this is a special episode number 300. Woohoo! And to God be the glory. Listen, I could have never, never done this without God's grace and help. And I, I just give him all the glory, honor, and praise. And I want to thank God for all of you all for being such an important part of the podcast because without you all, I wouldn't be here as well. So I just I just glorify God. I am honored and thought that I would do a bit of an A203 podcast to celebrate today. Now, for those who haven't been with me long, let me just explain A203. <laughs> and I, I talk about this in another podcast. I'll try to link it in the show notes. So back in the day when I was in the third grade, I had this wonderful teacher. And I, I hope somebody can help me to find out where she is now. Her name was Patricia Dickerson. A young uh, just cool, had this beautiful afro, and she would press her hair out sometimes, and she was just the coolest thing to ever be seen for And I learned so much in that classroom, and she was one of my favorite, favorite, favorite teachers. And out of all of the room numbers that I had growing up, including high school, the one that stands out to me is her room number, and it was A203. So I have named uh, my lighter podcast in honor of that room and just that particular time in my life. So, now, uh, we're going to do this in a couple of different ways. Uh, you'll probably get some videos kind of put together here because I'm on the go, as you all can probably tell. I'm trying to get in a little gym time, and no, I do not plan to share that with you all today. <laughs> That's not what you want to see, that's for sure. And for those that are listening, I'm doing this uh, as a video as well. So, you'll see this uh, uploaded on YouTube. So, what I thought I'd do was just a couple of different segments in video and probably audio format as well. I'm not sure. We're just going to freestyle things today. So, um, and I also wanted to say that I did an A203 podcast a couple of weeks ago, not wanting to, but I had to just because of some circumstances that happened, and I'll try to link that podcast as well. So, this is sort of a continuation. So, very random. But uh, hopefully it will be entertaining, enlightening, and encouraging as well. So one random thing I wanted to do on video, because I know not everyone will believe it if they just hear it on the audio part of things, is, is that, as a matter of fact, I learned this in Roommate 203. As a matter of fact, funny, I just thought about this, is that I can say the alphabet backward. And I mean the entire alphabet, all 26 letters. And I learned it, actually, in Mrs. Dickerson's classroom. So let's do that. And y'all can see it so you know I'm not looking at it. C-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-L-K-J-I-H-G-F-E-D-C-B-A. Yes, so it was some sort of contest or something that we, I don't remember what the prize was. And what's funny, BCU fam, is that after all of these years, uh, to God be the glory, I can remember it. Now, I can't remember what I ate last Tuesday, <laughs> but I can remember that. See, this goes to show that our youth can learn things and keep them in their hearts and in their minds, these significant things that can impact them when they get older. So it's important for us to download good things into our young people and just good things into people, period, so that they will remember them. So, yeah, I can still do that to God be the glory. All right, so I'm at my first stop for the day. 
how we are heading into Planet Fitness. And again, um, I do not plan to share any of that with you. I, I might. I might. I'll just say I don't plan to because sometimes we have plans for one thing. God has plans uh, for something different. But uh, it's important to make sure that we're doing what we can to try to do something to be as healthy as possible. And certainly, BCU fam, you know, we do have to leave out of, out of this life and... We're not here forever. You know, we know that we're going to live forever and we're going to get nice, new, wonderful, heavenly bodies for those of us who know Jesus and the pardoning of our sins. And while we're here, we're going to try to do what we can to take care of the temple because I like to put things in the temple that aren't always the best for me because <laughs> I like good things. And nonetheless, we're going to do what we can to try to make sure that uh, we're, we're keeping up with the temple as much as possible. So with that, I'm here. I'm going to let you all go, and I will come back, and we'll talk some more. Hey there, BCU fam. So we're back with our second installment of the 300th episode of the BCU podcast. And I have promised you all that I'd do some random talking and storytelling and answering questions and things like that. So let's get to the second part of what I wanted to share with you all. And this is a, I believe, never told before story. I don't know if I've ever told anyone this story at all. And I'm going to share it with all of you and what this defining moment means to me. So I have to take you all back to high school. And for many of us, and you'll have to let me know in the comment section if this was you, when you're going into your freshman year of high school, it is a time of transition. There's a lot of nervousness and trying to figure out who you are, and there's all the hormonal changes, and it's such a different world, and all of these kinds of things. And as adjusted as I probably appeared on the outside, on the inside, there was a whole lot of things going on in BCU fam. And I think one of the biggest things, looking back, is that I... I was, many of you all know I was raised in church, so the Lord really blessed me with great parents and a good support system that downloaded good values down on the inside. I didn't always want to follow those, if that makes some sense, because well, although I knew that I wanted to be saved at some point in my life, my little finite mind wanted to enjoy as much of the world as I could prior to me getting saved. And in my head, I remember saying, I would do everything that I want to do and get it out of my system so that when I get saved, I'll never go back. <laughs> that, and that was just my, my little brain, BC fam. And of course, the Lord had different plans for me because I didn't plan to be saved uh, in my 20s at all. I, I was thinking I'd just go on and on for a while, but the Lord had another plan for me. And I, I talk about that uh, in a previous podcast episode. And I'll, I'll try to remember to link that to the show notes. But suffice it to say that uh, there was this, this internal turmoil on the inside where I wanted to try to fit in with everybody else and do what they did and not follow the rules and then follow the rules because I knew it was the right thing to do. So I'm going to get you set up that way. Again, keep in mind, I am, what, all of 14 years old, first year in high school. Now, I also need to say that when it came to school, I loved school and I loved going. Now, I didn't always do well in all of my subjects. I didn't like all the subjects, did not care for all of the teachers and their styles. I, I will say that. But overall, I loved school and usually did pretty well. Uh, 
Now, I'm sure that some drew their own conclusions and, and figured it out. They never said anything to me about it. She never said what happened. And she had every right to do that and to call me out. When I saw her, I want to say that was on a Friday, maybe, on the Monday, she was just good morning, Glenn, and, you know, just, just as pleasant and sweet as she was, didn't bring it back up again, didn't rehash it, didn't go over it. It was water under the bridge. Yes, I got the zero, and I worked hard in the classroom to make sure that I brought that up because that brought down my average and, you know, was able to bring it back up to where it was supposed to be, thankfully, because this was pretty early in the year, but nonetheless... My point is, BCUVM, is that although she knew the detail about what happened, she did not share that with everyone. And I thank the Lord because that set me up for learning how to handle sensitive situations with grace. And this is what God would have us to do. You know, in certain positions that we hold and people that we come across, we will have privy to very private and sometimes embarrassing information. And just because we have the information doesn't mean that it's public knowledge. I had a friend that told me that it's not gossip or tail-bearing if it's true. And that is an untrue statement. Although the, the details of anyone's situation may be true, it is not up to us to disclose details if God has not led us to do so. And many times when we get information and we spread it, it's not for edification. It's not to tell people how to pray. It's just because I want to give you the scoop. And because our nature, our old nature, sometimes tends to like that sort of thing, we have to get our flesh under subjection. And I thank God because although this was a struggle for me early on in my life, I thank God for the reminder because it has just taught me how to be very, I would say, I, I'm almost a mama bear when it comes to giving out too much detail for people. As a matter of fact, there's some say that I keep things too close to the best, but better closer to the best and talking to the Lord about it and only allowing that person to release detail if they want to, rather than me spreading their business around. So uh, tail bearers separate. Uh, those that, that tell other people's secrets, the Bible says they separate the cheapest of friends. And I never want to be the friend that separates someone because I talk too much. So I thank God for uh, Mrs. Shepherd and setting me up for that. And as a matter of fact, I just reconnected with her. I don't even know if it's been about two weeks now and told her that story. And believe it or not, BCPM, she remembered that incident, remembered me. And uh, we got a good laugh over it. And of course, I told her that, you know, we, we've talked about the Lord. And she said the Lord uh, must have convicted me <laughs> when I did. Uh, I'm sure that he did. I was I was more embarrassed than anything else. But I thank God for the lesson that I got out of it. All right, BCU fam. So we're going to continue with our 300th podcast. And I'm going to see if I can answer a few of these questions. I did some of these, and I want to say it's podcast number 298, and I'll try to remember to link that to the show notes. I was planning to save all these questions for 300, but uh, there was a technical difficulty that day, so we had to change formats, but that's okay. Uh, we're just going to keep going and do this to the glory of God. So uh, you see me looking down if you're looking at this via video because I'm trying to decide which question to answer because they're all excellent questions. Okay, let's see. Ah, what 
is your favorite color and what does that say about you? Now, if you know me personally, you probably already have the answer to this question. And uh, my favorite color is yellow. I love a buttery, bright yellow. Now, this was not always my favorite color. It's, it's shifted down through the years. And I'm not sure when it is that I got a hold of the yellow BCU fam. But what I can tell you is, is that, and I'm starting to get a little emotional just thinking about it, is that I, I just, I, I thank God for the personality that he has blessed me with. Uh, and that personality needed to be saved. Don't, don't get me wrong. Just what, just the way I've been, you know, from a youngster, is that I, I just loved light, fun, interesting things. And that's the person I believe that God made me to be. And when he saved me, he, he just magnified that or amplified that. I don't even know, I don't know, maybe a hundred times over. So I am the person that is excited to get up in the morning. Yes, sometimes I'm tired, but I'm just like, oh, I'm so excited. It was a whole new day. And I'm just excited about the possibilities of the day and excited about what needs to be done. I'm grateful because the Lord has allowed me to see another day. And um, that's, it's just reflected in my attitude. So I'm like, good morning. younger she was like oh mommy please i need some time and i would i would go into work bcu fam and i would uh, i'd have the music on my gospel music and just be you know getting all pumped up for the day and and listening to what what the music was saying and whatever my gospel song was on at that point in time and then i'd come bounding into the office and i would good morning everybody and i i had one co-worker uh, whose name is Erlene, and she would say, Blendon, could you, could you please just pull the shade down on the sunshine? I just, we just, we cannot take it right this minute. I was coming in all sunny, BCU film. I just, I just was excited. And I even had like a little good morning dance that I did for one of my other coworkers, Teresa, that, you know, like I would sing a little song, good morning, good morning, good morning to you, and just do a little, you know, hop and stuff. And it went, you know, she was so she was so sour in the morning sometimes. She really was. And and I would get a smile out of her. I used to call her my rose petal uh, because, you know, she was pretty and she was nice. She had a couple thorns to her. And, and that was our little uh, joke between us. But uh, she needed the sunshine in order to be able to function. And um, I thank the Lord for it. So I, I think when I think about yellow, I know that was a long answer to a short question, but when I think of yellow, I think of sun, I think of sunflowers, I think of light, I think of joy, I think of happiness, um, I think of smile, and that's what the color yellow means to me, and that's just who the Lord has made me to be, and I, I am prayerful that um, the most of the time, and I know that there will be times where there's going to be some sadness and whatnot, and I understand that that's a part of life. But that uh, I would hope that the majority of time, whoever I'm around, that they can feel the sun uh, down on the inside. And that is Jesus. And that's just who he's made me to be. So I, I am yellow. Yellow is me. <laughs> and that's all I have.
Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I just, he does this for me, BCU fam. He, he is the only one that can put this smile on this face. And um, I'm just glad to share that and my love of yellow um, with all of those to whom I come in contact with. All right, next question. What is my favorite job that I have held? Okay. I have to say, wow, I, I have two answers to that question. I have two answers to that question. The first answer is going to be my current job. And I am a, I facilitate, so I am a corporate trainer. And I love what it is that I do. I am able to pour into a segment of population, different types of skill sets in order for them to function optimally in their work environments as well as at home. Because a lot of what I teach, the skill set as far as, you know, maybe communication skills or project management skills, uh, even some law, employment law types of things, it enables me to be able to empower people to know more so that they, they have more Knowledge is power, and if you know something, you're able to to do something with that knowledge, to articulate it, and to walk it out, and I love being able to do that, so I have to say that what I do currently is my most favorite thing. I, I just I, It's the most favorite aspect of my job, and I love it. I've been doing it for many years now, and absolutely love it, and it's because of this, actually, this job that I learned, that the Lord showed me that teaching was a gift. I, I did not know that I was a teacher at all. I hadn't even considered, actually, let me take that back. As a young girl, I wanted to be one and I never pursued that line of that profession, that line of profession. Never did do that because I was just all over the place once I, I got out of high school. But nonetheless, it was this job that really prepared me for being able to teach in front of others. I, I didn't have that sort of confidence, and it, it was just how the Lord worked things out where my job sent me to classes to learn how to project my voice and to ask questions and where your hands go and all those kinds of things so that I was able to actually uh, do what I do in front of a group of people. And it was probably shortly after that, or around that same time, that my former pastor, uh, Bishop Larry Elliott, and uh, again, once again, the late, amazing Mother Brenda Elliott had asked me to teach a series of lessons. And uh, in doing so, I was able to take some of the skills that I learned at work and then do that at church and vice versa. So much so that um, the Lord blessed me to be able to teach at one of our uh, international conventions. I want to say it was two or three times, actually. So that that just goes to show, I'm starting to get emotional, that, that God is just, he's just great. And the Bible lets you to know that your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men and the Lord has done just that on uh, as for my personal life as well as for uh, his glory as, as far as, as it relates to the word of God and they all are in the same because whatever we do whether we're working in a secular 
job or you know doing things for him in the body of Christ it's all to his glory and it's it's for him an audience of one although others get to benefit from that so uh, to God be the glory I, I wasn't thinking that I was going to say that but this that's just what came out because that's what was in so this has been one of my most favorite jobs because it's been uh, super impactful and and what I'll say the other answer to that question is BC fam I I I like to just draw answers to questions, y'all can tell that by now, is that I want to thank God, I have to shout out and thank God for my job at a place called um, Northeast Savings, and it was a small place, but this is where I got a lot of my spiritual foundation, because when I first got that job, and this was years ago, and I used to actually make ATM cards. I know you all probably don't even think about that. Our ATM cards were just becoming, I know I sound like I'm 170 years old, but just becoming something, they were becoming a thing where you can go to the ATM rather than going into a teller. And we actually used to, and I don't know how the process is now, but we actually used to have like a set of cards and we had to like, you know, uh, there was a machine where we put the numbers and you know got the numbers and series of the card and we would you know emboss the person's name and we had to make sure the mag stripe was right and all that sort of thing so I used to do that it was a very manual process and it was through that job that I met um, three of the most wonderful people and um, I was a single mom my daughter was very young at the time and I got into this department with two wonderful ladies, Dorothy Rowland and Polly Ann Jameson. And they were saved and full of the Holy Ghost. I wasn't saved yet. And then there was a gentleman uh, who's no longer with us by the name of Henry Nelson who went to church. He was raised in church like I was. So we were the two that were raised in church and going. Those were the two that were saved. And it was just the four of us in this department. And uh, we would come in on Mondays and talk about the services because I was starting to go back to church and the Lord was calling me and we'd talk about that and they would encourage me to get saved and, you know, they read their Bibles and, you know, sometimes during their breaks and their lunches and listened to uh, the radio that had really good teaching and it just, it inspired me and it encouraged me to want to be saved and finally I remember when I came in uh, in August of 1992 I got saved on August 23rd and when I came to work that next day I let them know so much time together uh, going back and forth to different concerts and different seminars at their church and I would go to their prayer meetings and uh, that sort of thing in addition to going to my church because we were all you know holiness and we all believed in the same God so although we were two different buildings uh, it was great because I was so far away from my church they were great uh, in between so that I didn't have to travel so far uh, all of the time so I would say that that job was it was a blessing because uh, it, it was just us and we were all about Jesus, so we were able to encourage one another to be a blessing to one another, to uh, speak to one another in ways that would um, just just be enlightening and encouraging, you know, throughout the day. And, and I appreciate them, and uh, I just thank God for them. So I've lost touch uh, with the two of them, and then of course uh, Henry has uh, since passed on. But it was a great job, and I just thank God for it. So. That's the answer to that question. Let's see what we have next. All right, so let's see if I have a, another couple of questions here. Of course I do. 
So next question is, what are three other podcasts that you'd recommend to your audience and why? So I am a podcast fan and the reason I love them is because you can get a lot of information in a small amount of time and it's impactful and long lasting. I can remember listening to uh, a podcast and being able to get so much more done because you don't have to watch the screen. So I remember like painting my porch, you know, listening to a podcast, you know, getting to some series and things like that. Uh, sometimes when I am doing some housework, just want to have uh, some company, so to speak, uh, that's where a good podcast comes in. So again, I don't have to watch a video necessarily. So uh, I do have three that I can recommend. Uh, two are more biblically, biblically based, and then one is strictly for entertainment. So um, let me start with the biblical ones first. And I want to start with one called All God's Women. And the podcast author is Sharon Wilhart. W-I-L-H-A-R-M, if memory serves correctly. And, of course, I'll put a link in the show notes. And what I love about uh, Ms. Wilharm's podcast is that she takes a look in the Bible at all God's women. And when I say all, I mean all. And I don't just mean Esther and Ruth and Deborah, which are names that we're familiar with. I'm talking about Ichabod. Y'all remember Ichabod in the Bible? Not Ichabod Crane. We're talking about Ichabod in the Bible. In the Bible, Ichabod's mother. Uh, she'll look at people such as the unjust judge, the, the widow, and she will give uh, historical accounts as much, of course, as she can, uh, accurately speaking. And then I come into pull that into context with the scriptures, and it is wonderful. I stumbled on her podcast. I don't know, maybe about eight months ago or so, I'm not quite sure, when I was doing some research on women of God and got some great information from her. So you definitely want to check that podcast out uh, when it comes to women and what God feels about them and what their part is in the body of Christ. You know, what's happened, and we've seen it in, in biblical times, and it wasn't right, and it still isn't right, that women are sometimes treated as if they are not really part of the body of Christ in a significant way, and nothing can be further from the truth. You can see that God used women uh, throughout the Bible, uh, and they weren't just women who were promiscuous and things like that, although the book of Proverbs talks about that. That's just one aspect, and that's one type of woman. There are different types of women in the Bible that God used for different things, because that's how he does things. So certainly what I will say is, is that there are certain roles uh, when it comes to the body of Christ that should be fulfilled by men. Uh, and there are certain roles that are for women. And I know that's a that's a controversial topic and probably will get a little conversation. What I am saying, though, is, is that whatever role that God has put you in as a woman, uh, you should be able to flourish and to take that role uh, just the way that God has called you to do so without any issue whatsoever. Women are not second-class citizens as far as the Bible is concerned or God is concerned. That's something that people have put into place, and that's not true. Uh, everybody's important in the body of Christ to God, so it's important for us to make sure that everyone is able to work the way that they're supposed to as God has led them to. In Jesus' name, all God's women. Definitely check that podcast out. Now, uh, the second one that I recommend, and I think I have this written down, I do, so that I can remember, 
is the daughter of Tony Evans. So he's got a couple of daughters, and uh, I know that most of you all probably are familiar with Priscilla Shire, who I love, I absolutely love. And I don't know that she has a podcast. I don't think she does at all. Uh, I would definitely recommend her. I, I watch her a lot on YouTube when I get a chance. Her sister's name is Crystal Evans Hurst, H U. R-S-T. And I stumble on her. My goodness, it's it's been a good while now. And she has a great podcast that is very encouraging and empowering, empowering to women. And a lot of great guests and good topics around children and organization and marriage and just a myriad of different things. Very easy to listen to, very digestible. And I believe that you're going to be blessed by what it is that she has to say. Uh, I can remember her bringing a scripture uh, or two to my attention that I hadn't thought about in the way that I did until I listened to her. So I definitely check her out. I believe the name of the podcast is The Sister Circle. And again, that's uh, crystalevanshurst.com. You'll be able to catch up uh, with that podcast or find it from there. Now, for entertainment, and I, I do like to be entertained from time to time. Uh, sometimes I like a little wind down and to listen to something that is going to um, just, where I don't have to put a lot of thought into it and uh, don't have to work the brain cells as hard. And uh, for that, BCU fam, I enjoy mysteries. I, I just do. There's something about a, a mystery that just... There's something in the, I guess it's the left side of the brain, the analytical side that I just love and enjoy. Uh, and, you know, I used to love mystery books. I haven't read one in a long, long time. I was a big Nancy, Nancy Drew fan back in the day. I still have the books. I don't even know where they are. I think they're in a box someplace. I still have a lot of those books from Nancy Drew. Just love that mystery aspect of things. So uh, enjoy that. And what I have came across, and I've been listening to uh, this particular podcast for years and years now. I, I would probably say since, I don't want to say since the dawn of the podcast, but pretty close, is um, it's the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. It's that podcast. And what it is, is that it takes the old radio shows, which is, I guess, the original podcast format, right? And it takes those, and it puts them into a podcast format. Actually, I guess they just kind of take recordings, and you just listen to these stories. So um, The Whistler is one that I enjoy. There's The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes uh, on that same platform. And there's a couple of others that I listen to, but those are probably my main two. And Nero Wolf, oh my goodness, I love Nero Wolf. That one was a short-lived radio podcast, or radio broadcast back in the... I guess it was be the 40s. Uh, it was a really good one, though. I believe I've listened to all those episodes. It's been a while, so I should probably listen again. So uh, just a great way to unwind and to get a little, uh, I would say, clean entertainment in. Uh, I do, you know, watch TV for some entertainment from time to time. There's certain shows that I watch. I, I just, I get vexed with some of the subject matter and movies and things like that. And not just the subject matter, the language. I have a hard time with a lot of foul language. And yes, I know it's a part of life. And yes, I know that people say it. And, and, I, and I used to be that person. It just vexes me because I, I'm 
we can express ourselves without having to go into that direction as far as I'm concerned, but that's that's a whole other story. So I like the radio broadcast because it was nice and clean. So although there was a mystery and someone, you know, is missing or maybe someone uh, has been, uh, they, they've lost their lives, you are able to follow the story along with the who did it and then, you know, get a resolve at the end. So I just love that. So the great detectives of old time radio. So definitely check that out. There you have it, BCU fam. And I think that that's all I have time for today. So I'm hoping that you enjoyed this uh, entertaining and enlightening and hopefully encouraging uh, episode number 300. I'm hoping to incorporate more A203 types of podcasts. I, um, We'll see. Y'all let me know what, what you're thinking. It's been a while since I've done one, and now I've done a few in a row. So um, I'm just glad to be able to do that and to uh, just relax the atmosphere a little bit and enjoy, yet still represent God in the process. So he's just so good and, and great and greatly to be praised. And I'm just so grateful uh, for who he is in my life. So with that, BCU fam, as always, we're going to pray, and then I am going to let you go. Eternal God and amazing Savior, as we come before you today, Lord, thank you so much for blessing us to get to episode number 300 of the Blend Courages You podcast, and we got to this together with everyone who is here under the sound of my voice. So we give you the glory first, and we thank you for the strength and the wisdom and knowledge to help you to be able to do it, and for all of those who follow, Lord, we thank you. We pray that you'll bless each and every person here today, Lord, every household represented here today, Lord, you know where everyone's needs are, you know who's needing comfort, who's needing guidance, who's needing to be led, who's needing to be reassured. Someone, Lord, needs to know that you've heard their cries, so we thank you for speaking down to them, Lord, Lord, I thank you for speaking to them, for reaching out, Lord, for reaching down and giving them a hand and letting them know that you hear them, Lord, and that you will answer by and by, and we pray that you will sustain them, Lord, that you'll keep them, that you'll give them peace, knowing that you have, thank you, Jesus, taking care of the situation as only you can you'll answer and you will take care of it according to your will and your way our job is to just trust you on it and not to get involved lord unless you tell us to so we thank you for that today we ask your continued blessings once again over the bcu family we ask that you will strengthen and keep each and every one lord we pray that you will continue to bless and make your face to shine and we ask lord that you will remember this your maid servant lord so that everything that's done is said on this blog and podcast is always to your glory, to your honor, to your praise. We thank you, Lord, for this and for all of what you're doing in our lives. It's in Jesus' name that we thank you and we praise you and we bless you. Amen. Amen, BCU fam. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Once again, this is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here. Thank you so much for listening and for your prayerful support. And Lord will, and until the next time we are together, may our amazing God bless you keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you all peace as you stay on 